back to another episode of Our Foundations. My name is Joshua, and today is our update episode. So this will be a fairly short one, and we'll go over updates for the podcast, as well as just a few thoughts that have been rolling around in my head lately that I will unleash to you. And that'll be it. And then we'll move on next week and pick up again. So to begin with, as far as where we are in the podcast in season one right now, we're in the middle of the section on corruption and conspiracy. So we've done a little bit of an intro with ideologies of the elite and the society of the elect. And we've done the episode on government and the episode on finance. So we're in the middle of it, in the thick of it. You've got the idea of what's really going on in the world and what has gone on in the world. And hopefully I've given you plenty of evidence and proof and quotes that back up all these different things that I am bringing to you. So the next episode will be on the education system and mainly focused on things like the Rockefeller and Carnegie Foundations and the influence for what is being taught in the schools, uh, how all of this came out of the Prussian education system and what that looked like and Prussian philosophy and all this kind of stuff. So we'll do that. Then the plan for the next episode, which will be our kind of theme wrap-up episode for the government money and education section on corruption and conspiracy. And the theme that I'm going to focus on is old world ideas and the new world order. So you've probably heard the phrase new world order before. It's been used by the likes of Bush and Clinton and Macron and all kinds of leaders all over the world, heads of state all over the world, and this has been going on for decades. It's nothing new. It's an idea that was in the writings of H.G. Wells, and the ideologies and ideas and concepts behind the New World Order go way back, way before that, and so that's what I'm going to talk about, how I've come across some of these same ideas in the likes of Plato and Aristotle, which is a long time before modern days. And then I'll get into what the New World Order looks like now, what that idea is, and what those goals are, who's involved, how that works out. It's not necessarily this tiny group of five old rich white guys that are making all the decisions to run the world. But there are people, as you should know if you've been listening to the most recent episodes, there are people that do have large sway over populations, over countries, over monetary supplies, and those people do have goals and ideologies, and there is a movement toward a new world order, and we're going to go over that. So that'll be the next episode after our education episode, and then the final one on this series will be on eugenics, and we'll do a case study on eugenics as a specific example of the types of things we've been talking about, the corruption, the conspiracy, the foundations, the influence on society, ideologies and philosophy, all this stuff. All that can be wrapped up in the eugenics case study and will be, so we'll do that next. And after that, then we're finally going to get into stuff that's maybe a little less depressing. So the most recent episodes and the next few upcoming, they have involved a lot of research on my part. I've had a lot to look up. I've been reading through congressional records and listening to 
multiple hour long interviews and trying to hunt down specific quotes and reading sections of different books and just all kinds of stuff. And so it's been very intensive on my part, getting everything wrapped up and researched and able to be presented to you. And the episodes themselves have been fairly long, as you know. And so um, as far as just the setup for that and the structure of that, we're going to move away from that. So we're getting out of this. We're getting out of kind of the more depressing and kind of sad and hopeless situation that in a way we are in, and that is reality. But there is more to reality than that. And so after we wrap up these next few episodes, then we'll get into basically what you can do about it and some action episodes and talk about ways of creating security for yourself and preparing yourself and your family for what can happen in the world and all different kinds of stuff like this. And basically, how do you respond to this information that you have and the way that the world actually works and some of this corruption that goes on and all of this kind of stuff. We have to live in this system. We live in this system. That is reality. So how do we do it? How do we do it well? How do we do it successfully? What are some different ideas and tips and techniques and that kind of stuff? And we'll get into, after we talk about kind of the action stuff, we'll get into some alternative movements and get into things like different uh, homeschooling philosophies, different monetary ideas like blockchain and cryptocurrency and that kind of stuff and alternative ideas in government and all kinds of stuff like this. So should be very interesting and um, it'll start taking a little bit of a different tone. The podcast will over the next few episodes. So that's where we are and where we're going with the podcast. As far as a few ideas that I was going to get out here and release from my mind, I have been doing a lot of research lately related to philosophy. And so I've recently read things like uh, The Republic and Aristotle's Politics and other writings from Plato and Marcus Aurelius and Meditations. Um, I've even read through things like uh, the Bible and Solomon and his philosophies and just a lot of stuff related to philosophy in general. And on top of that, I recently listened to um, an episode I really enjoyed of Econ Talk. So if you want a random recommendation for a podcast, look up Econ Talk with Russ Roberts. That's a very good one. And they recently had one where they discussed philosophy um, to an extent and certain aspects of philosophy. And then there was an episode of the Survival Podcast I listened to recently. I hadn't listened to that one in a long time, but there was an episode that popped up that looked interesting to me, and a few things he said kind of sparked my interest and perked me up, and it was related to philosophies on life. Then there was a listener that sent an email in requesting um, an episode and topic on metaphysics and philosophy in general. And so basically, I've just been bombarded by these thoughts and ideas and presentations of philosophy and different philosophical ideas and concepts. And it's really had me thinking about this kind of stuff in relation to basically how I live my life and the stuff I'm studying for the podcast and the learning I'm doing myself and setting up my home and my property and my family and my kind of homestead that I have going on here. And so I wanted to present 
kind of, I guess, my idea on that. Mainly, it's just that we should all have personal goals and ambitions that we are seeking after. And I know that's basic, but my point is that those goals and ambitions should not be money. They should not be wealth in the sense of money, because money is not an end in and of itself. Money could be a means to an end. It's a way to get certain things that you want and put yourself in a certain position that you want, but it is not the end itself. Wealth should be measured in time, in joy, in security, things of this nature. Wealth should not be measured strictly in money. Money is just a way to attain things like things that bring you joy and things that bring you security and ways to extend the amount of time you can spend on the things you really want to spend your time on. That's what money should be used for. However, many people end up focusing on money and they end up giving up more of their time to make more money and they give up more of their joy to get more money. And they end up giving up security in their family and their relationship and things of that nature in order to make more money. And so they end up giving up all the things that really are most important and the whole reason to get money. And so you're giving up the end in order to attain more of the means. And that doesn't really make any sense. So when you get into philosophy and some of the different concepts that I've been exposed to recently. If you look at someone like Solomon, who talked about how we should enjoy what we eat and what we drink, and we should enjoy our work and our labor and basically enjoy our lives because that's reality and that is our life and that we shouldn't be focused on all these materialistic things that they can be nice to have. But overall, we should seek after joy. If you go much further in the Bible and go to the New Testament with Paul, he talks about how he can have joy in any situation. And when he's writing the letter where he talks about that, he is in jail at the time and expecting to be put to death. And yet he is talking about how he's actually happy. He has joy and he is able to still maintain that even though his physical position is not a very envious one. And so it's the idea that you can be okay with your position and your situation in life, that you can still have joy and that you can still do the things that you want to do, even if that looks very different than what most people think of as success and happiness. And so we all have different ideas of what this is. But our minds and our goals and our thoughts, those are the things that no one can take away from us. So with the Paul example, he's in jail. They can take away his physical freedom. They can lock him up in a cage. They could put him to death. But in the meantime, while he's there in prison, they can't control what he thinks about. They can't control if he wants to maybe sing some hymns and talk to people about Jesus is mainly what he did and spread the gospel story. And that was his goal. That was his mission. That's what brought him joy. And he still did that. And there was nothing that the government could do about it. When you get into people like Marcus Aurelius, he was not a Christian, 
but he does talk about um, deities in general and the gods or God, depending on the translation. And he basically says in a similar vein as Plato does that if there is a God, then that God is perfect, God or gods, and that we should not do anything to upset God or the gods. And if there is no God, then it really doesn't matter. And so regardless, what we should do is do what is best for ourselves and our fellow human beings and basically try to be decent people. And that's what they say. And that should apply according to them, whether there is a God or whether there is no God or whether there are many gods. It doesn't matter that the key to life is to pursue things that are much more valuable and that actually bring wealth. And all of these philosophers talk about things that are outside of money. They're talking about other stuff. Plato and Aristotle talk about being philosophers, that that's the ideal position to be in. That's the ideal pursuit in life because you're actually improving yourself, you're learning, you are teaching other people, you are being well-rounded and learning in many different subjects, you're able to think things through objectively and critically, and basically you become a better person. Although, and this is discussed in their writings, that usually means that you're not going to be very wealthy in the sense of riches and money, because it's not a very lucrative job to have being a philosopher, even at their time, and neither is it now, unless maybe you get a, maybe a good professorship in a philosophy department, and maybe you can still make some good money, I don't know. But in general, pursuing philosophy is not going to make you rich in and of itself. And so the point is that it should still be pursued, but not because it's going to make you a bunch of money, but because it makes you a better person. It makes you happier. It brings you joy. It helps you to realize what is truly important in life. Uh, Marcus Aurelius specifically talks about how every person has something that they are meant for or that they are going to be successful at or excel at. There are certain things that are different for everyone, but that are key to them fulfilling their role, pretty much. And this is meant in a positive way, that maybe there are some people that are very creative and artistic, and so if they were to shun those pursuits and instead pursue a typical 9-to-5 office job and partying all the time and watching Netflix, and that's what they do with their life, then in his opinion, that's a total waste. If they have that desire and that skill when it comes to creativity and art, they need to pursue that and that that's what they should pursue. Now, that could be that they direct their entire life to being an artist, but that could also just mean that they have a hobby where instead of partying and going out on the weekends to clubs, maybe they stay home and have a little art room and paint paintings, or maybe they are Maybe they join a band and they're playing gigs on the weekend or something. It, it doesn't mean that that's all you do with your life. It just means that you pursue these things that you are, what he says, meant to pursue or however you want to relay that concept. And so the point is that we all have things we enjoy. We all have things we're good at. We all have things that 
we can contribute to the world, to society, to our families, to ourselves, and to God or the gods. And because of this, that's what we should do, because that is what we can do. That's what it seems obvious to at least all of these philosophers that we should be pursuing these things that we are intended to pursue. And you can argue all day long about where that intention comes from and whether it truly is intention, but bottom line is we all have skills, we all have desires, we all have things that bring us joy, and those are the things we should focus on. Yes, we do need to earn enough money and make enough money to be able to pursue these things. It's not like we can just give up work and give up all of our responsibilities and choose to do nothing but read books all day because we really enjoy reading books and learning. Reading books and learning is a very good pursuit. It's a good idea and that will be beneficial to you. And if that's what you're into, you should definitely pursue that. But you still do need to work and make money so you can buy food and pay rent and, you know, on and on and on. So my point is more that instead of focusing on making as much money as possible so that maybe one day you can retire early and do nothing but read books, instead of that, just focus on making enough money to live a comfortable lifestyle according to what your goals are so that you do have time to read and to learn. Maybe you take a job that is a little lower paying than another option that you have, but maybe it allows some extra time for you where you can pursue some of these hobbies and dreams that you have. And if that means you make $10,000 less a year, so be it. That's not really that big of a deal. What difference does it make for you? You don't need an extra $10,000 a year. And so what we should do is decide what brings us joy, decide what we are good at, what we are attracted to, what we want to do with our lives, what we want out of our lives, and make sure that we are pursuing these things and that we are focused on these things and that we aren't giving them up just to make a little extra money or just to look more impressive to other people or just to pursue this one thing that has some other goal in mind or is a means and not an end itself or whatever the case may be. We need to focus on these goals that we have. We need to focus on these things that are much more important, things related to time and joy and security. And we will talk about this more as we get into the action episodes. And the plan is once we break out of season one and wrap up basically all this foundational material, then in season two, we can do some deep dives into some of these concepts. I would like to do many episodes related to philosophy metaphysics, um, biblical theology, and how that relates to how society has formed and how philosophy has evolved and just all different kinds of stuff like this. So we'll get into a lot of these topics in much more depth and much more specifically as we get into season two, just like we will many other different topics and that should be very interesting. But for now, we are going to continue on with season one, get all of this foundational material done done. We've done all the history. We've done the current events stuff and where we are. We're wrapping up the negative side of society and we'll get into the action stuff and alternatives and what the future looks like. And then we'll break on into season two. So as a reminder, if you do have some requests and there are things that you want to hear more about or that you want me to cover or address, then send me an email and I will likely do so. 
That is ourfoundations at protonmail.com. That goes also for any critiques that you have or criticisms or questions or you want some more elaboration on something that I mentioned or a reference to something, just ask and I will send it to you. It really is that simple. If you are on Twitter, then please follow me. It's at foundationspc and that is our Twitter account. I will post stuff on there here and there daily, every other day, who knows, just whatever I feel like and retweet things that I see that are of interest to the types of things that we discuss here in our more critical view of society and government. And the other resources, we have the Patreon page. That is patreon.com slash our foundations. So if you want to support the show financially, you can do so there. You will have access to some extra episodes and extra content and posts. So check that out. The website is the other place you can go, Our Foundations podbean.com and that's where you can stream the show if you want to stream it directly from there but also look at different resources and the outline and things of that nature so all of this in the show notes click through if you're interested other than that i'm out come back and listen to the next episode next time peace thank you for listening goodbye